0: Yeah, I, that don't bother me. What bothers me is we had a funeral the other day together, and he, he had a good song. To him. I mean, I love the songs he played at the funeral, but here come the pillow guy advertising just before it. <laughs> oh, man, not really, but I expected it any minute, anyhow. But God's good, in me. You know, it would be a shame if we couldn't laugh once in a while and just have a good time in the Lord. This has been a good day. Amen? I, I don't think I ever got up feeling any worse than I did when I got up this morning. I honestly didn't think I was going to be able to make it. I don't know why. The old devil just fought as hard as he can fight. Uh, but once I got here, I just uh, had the best time I ever had and just... Preaching and having a good time with God's people. Amen. I wish y'all pray about Lauren and uh, his girlfriend. I can't say her name save my life. Kayla, I knew that. Hey, Lauren and Kayla going to get married pretty soon. And I'm excited about it. And I'll get to do it. So uh, I'm excited about just uh, their wedding and them getting together. And I do know one thing. They love one another. Amen i watched him. I told him if he didn't love her, I was going to kill him, so he's got to. But anyhow, it's just, uh, I'm excited about them having the family together. I uh, picked up The Sword of the Lord this afternoon. It's a gospel newspaper, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, and uh, one Dr. Curtis Hudson used to be the editor of. And... Uh, I was reading some of the things that's going on in this country right now. And did you know that there is several states in our country right now that's forbidding preaching, forbidding church service, forbidding opening the church doors and people meeting together in the house of the Lord. Now, folks, I I, uh, used to think that uh, a pastor shouldn't talk about politics, but I don't believe that no more. For this simple reason, if anybody ought to know what's going on, it ought to be the preacher. It ought to be the man of God that handles the Bible. And I'm going to tell you the truth. You better vote right this time. Because if you don't, this country's in a mess. I never thought that I'd see where the, the ones in leadership in this country would be against the police force. I just don't understand. That ain't even common sense. That don't even register, you know. And I, I just don't understand it. And the only way that we can get those kind of people out of office is by your vote. We can't get rid of them any other way. And the, the way you do it is by your vote. And what happens a lot of times, uh, it's just like... A, a man told me uh, when Obama was running, a uh, good friend of mine, good Christian man, he said, uh, I, I voted for Obama. I said, are you nuts? And he said, no, I voted for Obama. I said, why would you do that? He said, because I wanted my vote to count. Now, that's about as stupid a reason, if somebody, and I hope he's listening tonight, but uh, that's not the reason you vote for somebody. You vote for somebody because the one that's running for office isn't right. Amen? And so keep that in mind. And don't think that your vote don't count because it does. Every vote counts. And so be don't just sit at home and not vote. Go vote this time. It's very important. I was reading Psalm 51. I got a blessing out of it this afternoon. I want to be a blessing to you tonight. Psalm 51, verse 1. Turn there with me, please. I'd like for you to read along with me. Psalms 51, verse 1: Have mercy on me, O God, according to thy loving kindness; according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin, for I have acknowledged my transgression, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, the only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mayest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which Thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide Thy face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that You'll bless each one who's come tonight. And we thank You for them, Lord. And I ask You to let the Holy Spirit open our minds to Thy Word tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I like to read this little poem often for myself. It said, Said the, sparr- said the robin to the sparrow, I should like to know why these anxious human beings rush about and worry so. Said the sparrow to the robin, Friend, I think that it might be that they have no Heavenly Father such as cares for you and me. I love that little thing. But one of the simplest ways of studying the Bible... And I talk to people all the time about getting in your Bible, studying the Bible, and I have it come back. Well, it's hard to do. It's hard to study the Bible. It's hard to understand. Well, there's ways of doing it. And one of the ways that uh, you study the Word of God is you pick out a word and you follow that word all the way through the Bible and find out every time it's mentioned what it's talking about and then put it all together and you can understand what uh, that word represents in the Bible. And I want to do that tonight. And uh, you can take, uh, if you wanted to, you take the word faith and run it all the way through the Bible, the word salvation, take any word you'd like to, grace, uh, and, and just any word you'd like to, run it through the Bible, and you'll understand it better. But I want to use one word tonight, and that's the word behold. And I want to show you some things about it. In Psalms 51, verse 5, Behold, I was shaping iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. You know what that does? That takes all my pride away. Amen? This verse makes it clear that every human uh, is a sinner uh, by birth and by practice. Notice what it says. Behold, I was shaping in iniquity, that is sin, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Somebody says, Well, I'm not bad. Oh yes, you are. You were born into sin. Not only were you born into sin, but you practice sin all down through your life. So that takes all my pride away. Ecclesiastes seven verse twenty says, There's not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Romans three twenty three says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So many people today are prideful and want to boast of their own goodness. But the Bible makes it plain in this verse uh, that it takes all my pride away. Whoever we may be, whatever our heritage, our background, our achievements, we have absolutely nothing to boast about when it comes to our salvation and we present ourselves before Holy God. In God's, in God's sight, we're all sinners. In God's sight, we all are condemned Already, John 3, verse 18. In God's sight, we were all under God's wrath. Our greatest need is for a Savior. Someone to remove the guilt and penalty of our sins, and only one can do that, and that's God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and that takes all my pride away. Amen? Did you know pride is one of the things that God hates? And that just takes it all away. In John chapter 1, verse 29, it says, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. You know what that does? That takes all my sins away. Amen? It's amazing to me how many people today uh, still think they can save themselves. Uh, help God to save them from their sins. Now, I know some that believe, like I was trying to explain today. I didn't know, by the way, that you'd already ex- explained the baptismal service, and then I come right behind it. So, God wanted somebody to know it twice, so he wouldn't let it happen. But from now on, my daughter sent over at the piano, and she said, she's going to tell me, Daddy, shh. But anyhow, she'll warn me next time, all right? But anyhow, uh, I do know one thing. i, I got some friends that believe that that water up there can wash your sins away. And now let me show you something. If that was true, then it's something you can do. It'd be something you could add to it. But when you understand it, we're saved by the Lamb of God and His shed blood, and that alone—that takes all my sins away. Amen. John chapter one verse twenty-nine makes it plain: Jesus came to take away the sin of the whole world, and John, uh, not just you and I, but the whole world. John three sixteen: For God so loved the world. In First John one seven. The blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleansed us from all sins. So that takes all my sins away. One of the joys I had just yesterday uh, dealing with someone was to let them understand. I don't need to know everything you've done. All your sins, past, present, and future, when you turn them over to the Lord Jesus Christ and put them under the blood of the Lord, they're gone. Amen? They're completely gone. You think about that. That takes all my sins away. Matthew 6, verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? You know what that does? That takes all my cares away. Listen to it again. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? That takes all of my cares away. I've said this often to myself and many other people in the past. If God can take care of a little bitty sparrow, little bitty bird, I got one down at the house. I tell people all the time. He thinks that I built my garage for him. Every time I open the door, he'd come to that little sparrow and i will run him out. And I thought, I thought about it a many time. God take care of that little bitty bird. Amen. Now, if God can take care of that little bitty bird, He can sure take care of you. Amen? That takes all my cares away. Uh, we say uh, we trust God for salvation of our soul. Uh, we call ourselves believers and trusters. And yet, uh, we, we don't trust God to take care of us in everyday life. There's a verse in the Bible that makes everything mean everything. I mean, listen to it. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 casting all your care upon him, for He careth for you. Isn't that good? I love that verse. Casting all your care upon him, for He careth for you. Now, I believe that is in everything. He cares everything about me. My salvation, my health, my life, that takes all my cares away. Why should I worry myself to death then? Now, the next one is Romans, Revelation three verse eight. I know that thy word I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and has kept my word, and has not denied my name. You know what it does? That takes all my excuses away. Listen to it. I set before thee an open door. I believe we're living in the greatest days that's ever been to serve the Lord. I really do. Did you know that there's people wanting to know the truth? I never thought about it, but Mary Thompson does that iPod for me and puts it on out there. However, how she does it, I don't know. I don't know how any of this stuff works, but I thank God for it. And she told me this morning that so far, since she started at 1,500, what is 1,500? has looked at that crazy thing. And in India, I think, I forgot the number, 15 or something like that, uh, people from India. Think about that for just a minute. From India. It's listened to the Word of God as we preach. I think about that a great deal. Do you, you know how the excuses people make for not accepting Christ as their Savior? But yet... God's dealing right now with people all over the world and they want Him to know the truth. And what we got to understand is this is the best time in our lifetime to serve the Lord. Because people are in dire straits and they need some help from somebody that can handle it. God called Jeremiah to prophesy to his people, but Jeremiah said, Listen, O Lord God, I cannot speak for I am but a child. But God uh, brushed that aside and used him. Today, God's commissioned every believer to go for him and to witness for him. And we make every excuse we can uh, to keep from serving the Lord. And God says, He just brushes that away and He said, You have no excuse. I believe this. God can use anybody. You know why? Listen to this verse Not by might nor by power, but of my spirit saith the Lord. If you'll realize one thing, then you'll understand that God can use you. God don't use you because you're your might and your good looks and the way you talk and your best English and best grammar. God uses you by His Holy Spirit. He wants to go work through you. Amen? And if you'll just surrender your members to Him, He'll use you if you let Him. So they'll get somebody else saved. Revelation 3.8 God set before us every day an open door to serve Him. That takes all my excuses away. Revelation 22, verse 7. Behold, I come quickly. You know what that does? That takes me away. Amen. You think about that, man. I know one thing tonight Jesus is coming again. Now, I know I've been preaching all these years. And people have said to be in the past, Preacher, you've been saying Jesus is going to come, Jesus is going to come all these years, and many preachers before you, and He ain't come yet. Well, I don't mean nothing. He will come when the time is right. Amen? And I believe with all my soul, and that takes me away. The first behold, Psalm 51 and verse 5, takes all my pride away. Then the second, behold, in John chapter one twenty-nine, that takes all my sins away. The third, behold, Matthew six twenty-six, that takes all my cares away. And the fourth, behold, in Revelation three eight, says, takes all my excuses away. And the fifth, behold, in Revelation twenty-two verse eight, that takes me away. Amen. And when you go through the Bible, you pick out a word and look through it. I got a, a strong, exhaustive concordance. And I, brother Rolf, when he, when I got saved, I got saved under his preaching. One day he was, uh, came to our church to hold a revival and he was talking to me and I told him that I believe that the Lord had called me to preach. He said, can I give you something, young man? You need two books. And that's all you need. You need two books. You need the old King James Bible and the exhaustive, strong concordance. And I went out and bought me an old King James Bible. And then I got me a strong, exhaustive concordance, and I opened that thing up, and it ain't nothing but words. I thought I was going to open it up and there's going to be something in there, somebody going to tell me what to say and what to do. No. All it is is a bunch of words. But it's every word in this book is in that book. And you you look up a word, give me any word you want to know, and I can go to that strong concordance and show you every time it's mentioned in the Bible. And so somebody comes along and says, uh, I want to know what this means. And they give me a verse of Scripture and they want me to explain it to them. And I forget what it was. I go home and I remember one word in that verse that they said. And I look that up and there it is. It tells me every time it's mentioned in the Bible. Then I can go back and find it and explain it to people what it's about. I had an elderly lady come several years ago. She said here in church, and she come forward after the church and Pastor, can you tell me if the world is round or not? Is it flat? I've been taught all my life that it's flat. And I said, yes, ma'am, I can. And I showed her where the world is a circle. And I showed her where the four corners of the earth, not just two north and south, four corners of it. That means all the way around. Amen? And I can show you over and over again scriptures that has to do with it. Now, if you want to you want to find out about it, go look up round if you got a strong record follow followed all the way through the Bible. Amen? Look up the words that has to do with it and it show you everything about it. And what I'm trying to say is if you want to have some fun studying the Word of God, pick out a word. Any word you want to. Follow it through the Bible and claim it. I claim these things from God. Amen. I believe with all my soul that God takes all my pride away. And I believe with all my soul that God takes all my sins away. I believe with all my soul that God takes all my cares away. And I believe with all my soul that God takes all my excuses away. And then He takes me away one of these days when He gets ready to come. And these all have to do with one word. Behold. You know what the word behold means? Pay attention. Behold, He's fixing to tell you something. And then He follows that with something very important. Amen? Glad I'm saved tonight, aren't you? Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, will you bless your people tonight? And we do pray, Lord, always, if there's somebody that knows you not as Savior, that they will accept you as a Savior, that they can go to heaven with us. But we pray that you will bless the study and the you of Thy Word in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Let's sing something, please. 184.